o'clock p.m.? No! All right, well, screw you, John Lovitz. The next best thing, every Monday night from 10 until midnight on Radio Free Brooklyn. Fun for everyone except for John Lovitz, but don't worry about him, he's an asshole. Ooh, that one hurts. I will slap you in the mouth, John Lovitz. Ooh. Hey, 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 this is Micah. Here's another episode of Queer State of Mind. We have a full house today. Um, we have, you know, the Queen of Shade. Is that your title? Sure, we'll call it that. Queen of Shade, the pop culture queen, Duchess something. Um, <laughs> and we have a very special guest, Jimmy Ramsey here. Um, we have a full episode packed. We're going to be talking, you know, about all the type of a Trump. We're going to talk about Eric Gardner. We're going to talk about um, Diane Warren even. So stay tuned. We have a full episode um, here, here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's time for Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Join us for all the latest news, pop culture, talk, and more from QPOC perspectives. And all the tea, sass, and shade you can handle. Listen in. And tell us what you think on Facebook at Queer State of Mind. And on Twitter and Instagram at QSOMNYC. Yeah. Ooh, oh my a, god. That was, a, that was a big smack. Right, right. <laughs> right honey. Oh, I forgot to check in. Oh, we just had a pre record before us, by the way, so make sure your levels are right. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. How are you doing? I am well. Hi, Jim and Jimmy. Hey y'all. Aja, Aja. I know. It's yeah. so good to be here. It is. So um you might you might be hearing some things. Thank you. Might be hearing some things in the background. Um since you know, this you know, it's really hot here in New York. Yes, child. We usually turn off the air conditioning, but not today. Mm-mm, nope, we can't do that because yeah, yeah. we will suffocate. Yeah, I'm, I mean, my shirt's already drenched, so I'm not trying to die, honey. Mm-mm, not today, Satan. Not today. I mean, it kind of feels like Satan right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're gonna start off with our feature track. It is uh, "South of the Border" by Ed Sheeran, featuring Camila Cabello and Cardi B. Have y'all heard this song? I have not. I mean, neither. All neither. right. Well, um. Why do I keep smacking my damn mouth? I don't know. I think I'm hungry or thirsty or something. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. We're going to play this song right now for you. You're listening to South of the Border on Queer State of Mind. One, one second, y'all. We're having a little technical difficulty. One second.
giving me signs that he really wants to know my name. Hey, I saw you looking from across the way, and suddenly I'm glad I came. Ay, ven para acá, quiero bailar, toma mi mano. Quiero sentir tu cuerpo en mí, estás temblando. Green eyes, taking your time, and I will know we'll never be the same. I love his lips, cause he says the words. Cute, right? What y'all oh, think? I didn't really hear her very much. But... <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, no, I know. I think it just came out like last week. So it's part of um, Ed Sheeran's uh, latest uh, number six collaborations album. I mean, you know, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I mean, he has some other stuff on there too. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of cute. I mean, I didn't really hear Cardi the way I would like to hear her. I, I mean, I'm glad that she's, you know, you know, everything she touches the gold, but I kind of, you know, want to hear more of her maybe a new album or something yeah so um i guess we'll you know get started right into it once you know the girls are feeling their oats oh actually we're uh, making some rosé so actually before we really start our our first topic you know we got to do what the girls got to do no yes no they're gonna do that i don't participate in it this is the sound do it drinking rosé <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that is refreshing. I love the taste of rose on a hot summer day. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking stupid. As <laughs> hot as the devil's balls in here. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, okay. I'll just some more serious stuff because, you know, stuff is really like, you know, things are coming to a head right now in America. I don't know. I'm sure y'all, y'all heard about this, you know, both, you know, y'all here and also y'all listening to this right now mm. about Miss Delicious. Thing. 
about Miss about Miss Forty Five and what she's doing. <laughs> so um, I'm going to read the tweet because I, I mean it's a terrible tweet, and I'm just going to read it. Anyway. Yeah, read it. But you know, Trump told you know four that four um, de- Democratic Congresswomen, de- women of color, to go back where they came from. I'm going to read the entire tweet because you know context context yeah. So interesting to see progressive Democrat, Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world, if they, have, if, if they even have a functioning government at all, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came, then come back and show us how it is done? These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi will be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. Well, the, the issue is, like I said, three of these people are American. So, like, that's that's the part that's even more fucked up. It's right. Just like, it's like, um, yeah. oh, right, right. Cause you, I mean, because he's talking about uh, Representative um, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, Ilan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and Ayanna Presley. And, yeah, uh, with the exception of um, Ilan Omar, all three, like, all of them were born were born and raised in the United States. And, Ilan, and um, Omar was, uh, you know, she's a refugee from Somalia. Got asylum and she's been here ever since. So it was like it's a not. They're all Americans. I'm been sure. Here. I'm sure people have brought this up to him by now. Has he has he said anything? Uh, no. Because you know, because that kind of kills this whole that, that whole uh, message. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no. The problem too is that like they like he's doubled down on it, and even Republicans <laughs> are now using that to say, hey, like, um, you know, like. They're like that's not what he really meant. Like you know, they're doing that. They're doing that. They're playing defense for him, and they're and they're, and they're basically all saying, "But these women are all like anti-American." They like they're not anti-American. That's what people do in America. You you try to fix what you think is broken mm-hmm. within the country. That's mm-hmm. just what it is, right there. It's mm-hmm. not anti-American. It's just it's sad because you should think there's nothing wrong with disagreeing with how someone wants to go about doing what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> and but. It's another thing to insult the person personally. Mm-hmm. You can disagree with her politics totally. all day, you know, but for some reason he he's has the he doesn't have the ability not to make it something personal when right. he's talking to people he disagrees with. Right. You know, it's always just like, hey, you know, just stick to the politics of it all. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's the problem too, right? It's like he's not talking about the policies or anything that they're doing. Not talking about the Green New Deal. He's not talking about healthcare. He's talking literally about their ethnicity. And yeah. like, it's like, is he blowing it under that? Like, even he had a he had a rally on Wednesday where he like they like people started chanting, "Send her back." And he didn't stop. He said, "Well, I started speaking soon." I'm like, is he, "Dude, sometimes he, just go like, look." They're referring to these four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. Got, well, particularly Omar. Yeah, kept going, "Send her like, back, send her back, like, send yeah. her back." And like he like he didn't speak for didn't, 13 seconds. He just let them chant. Mm-hmm. Wow. And like he's just like you know oh and like now all the and all the Republicans are now playing defense like. You know, like Lindsey Graham is saying that they're all anti-American communists. Oh, Madam Graham. Madam Graham. Yes, they're all anti-American communists. Right, which makes no sense. But the rhetoric of the, of the of the rhetoric these people are using are crazy. And I know this is like the last grandstand for the rich old white man to to, to stay right, in right, power. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they they like they feel really like like shits going down. Mm-hmm. It's like you're about to die. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. And it's you just. Know? No, but also too, because like they're obviously just as red meat for the base that is, you know, the forty percent of the white Americans who actually want this. Um, and it's just really unfortunate that like 
this is like this is like the last straw for him. I mean, and also you know, given the like everything else that's happening right now with Trump, like you know, there's that whole Epstein thing. The oh, whole girl, yeah. Is Clinton be, has he been brought up very much in this whole Epstein thing? Because at one point long ago, when this was uh, not long ago, but a couple years ago, I mean, the 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 fact that Bill Clinton had a lot to um, was very involved. Yeah, in the way his name has been brought up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not at the forefront. It has been brought up, but you know, Bill is slick, so he just disappeared and went somewhere. <laughs> And keep his mouth shut. Probably went to another island. Right. He's like, right. he's like, he's like, ah, uh, yeah, let me go ahead. You know, so, so, and this is the, this is the, this is the issue with Donald. If Donald wasn't so mouthy, mm-hmm. like half the shit would like kind of slide. It's like when people don't like you, mm-hmm. not, that's just like George Bush was not a good president, the Mm-mm. second one. And people didn't hate him as a person. They didn't like him as a president. Mm-hmm. Like, people actually don't like Donald Trump as a person. So, therefore, right. he will always be at the forefront or something. And that's kind of – I mean, it's sad because it's like if – if I don't know. I don't know. But Clinton has been brought up, but I think he's, he's just, just – right. it's all going to come out. Right, right. I mean, because the thing, too, like, I think there's, like, this concern that there's, like, a list of – all like, because they're going through all this stuff. And there's a concern there's a list of just, like, all these powerful men who just been, you know, doing sex trafficking of underage women, you know? Mm-hmm. Underage girls, <laughs> not women. They're wow. girls. Like that's a concern. So who knows yeah, is on they, that they, list? Girls, you know. Who knows is on that list? But I can't wait for that to come out. Oh, child, could you imagine? Well, if these are if these are billionaires and and, and people associated with presidents, won't. these are also the people who are in control of of uh, disseminating information. You know, right. so I don't think I personally don't think a, a thorough, truthful, realistic, transparent list would ever come out of these multi-billionaires. I mean, I think it, was, it may not come out officially but probably happen is that someone will get hacked yeah, <laughs> and that list will right. come out real quick because uh, i remember um anonymous hacked um some state officials in texas or in mm-hmm. the south overall and it discovered these a ton of state officials who were linked um in, to, to the kkk mm-hmm. it was amazing yeah. you know but that died down you know like like i don't know if anything really happened to those people yeah i mean you know i think in the state of um uh, all the racism that's, and all the other bullshit going on is probably why it's kind of like... There's a lot of distracting things mm-hmm. going on yeah. And I think that the gym is... There's a lot of powerful people linked to it. It's not going to come out. There might be even other world leaders. <laughs> that's, what the, that's, what, that's the rumor that they did. Linked to it. So, world leaders on there. And you know, yeah. them girls are shifty as hell over there. Mm-hmm. So it might not even be something that's going to show up. But someone has to pay for it. So they're mm-hmm. going to be... Not, Epstein's going to have to... He's going to jail. Mm-hmm. But he's one person... Involve has paper. Going to have right. to pay Somebody's going to have to be the right. scapegoat. The yeah, right. yeah. And I think it was like a, so. like he had a really high bail. Too. I think it was like a billion dollar bail or something like that. He was like, I can pay it, and they were like, Nope. <laughs> You're saying right the hell right where you are. A billion dollar bail. It was something like that. I can't remember. It was it was something Child. really. It was like either a hundred million dollar bail or it was something ridiculous. They really want to put you in jail. <laughs> uh-huh. Keep you. Oh my God! But he's like, I got the money, and you're like, Nope, you can't go. You're a flight risk because you got diamonds and passports with other people's names on it. Like, so you know what? Yeah, he might be the scapegoat because someone has to fall who's that powerful to mm-hmm. make the general public feel like, um, you know how they love to go like, well, you know, the rich white man not getting away with stuff. Look at Epstein. I mean, you know, we call him. Course, you right, know what I mean? You right. need that one person. To them. It's an illusion. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, they all protect each other at the end mm-hmm. of the day. But yeah, I'm really curious. Like, I mean. It would not surprise me if Bill Clinton's on that list. Oh, I won't be. Su- I, I won't be. Su- it's already been documented in a flight log. Whenever, yeah. um, I believe I don't know exactly how it works, but I think whenever you get on certain flights or whatever, you have yeah. to sign your name. And his was on there like over a hundred times. So, no, right. maybe not over a hundred, but it was a ridiculous amount of times. Well, I'm funny. sure he's there, but I, 
I don't know if he was having sex with girls. Right. Or just, allegedly. Or allegedly, allegedly having sex with girls. Right, yeah. Because he looks like, right. this is this is no shit, he looks like someone who likes women. Mm-hmm. Right. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, not little. He likes, 12, he likes them a little sick. Not 12-year-olds and, and stuff like that. But, you know, because... Sex trafficking involves everybody who's from young to old. So, you know, he might be getting... Yeah, you cannot look at somebody and tell I know. They right. are, um, That's true. A, a but, like, yeah. I mean... But... Shh, don't talk about me like that, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how old she is. Right. Oh. <laughs> um, like my name is Deron if you ask. <laughs> <laughs> um well let's move something a little bit little bit lighthearted. So um Better O'Rourke did some ancestry testing or whatever. Well not ancestry testing, he just uh he disclosed that um he, he and his wife are descended from people who own slaves. Like I mean like, like that's, a, that's like I mean filed that under no shit sure like you're white. But Right, not like <laughs> Who was this again? Uh, Beto O'Rourke, the uh, ah, yes, yeah, yeah, politician. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. So he did a post on Medium and an email supporters where he said that um, he was recently given documents showing that his paternal great 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 grandfather of his owed two women in the 1850s. Her names were Rose and Eliza. I mean, like, yeah, that's some old slave name, honey. Right. Rose and Eliza. Right? Ain't that a good slave um, name? But yeah, no shit. Right. Well, I think, I, you know, I, I could see him doing that just in case someone like, right. found it out and wanted to use it against him somehow. Right. So to us right now, it's like, well, no, duh, but he's kind of being preemptive, you know? That's actually very, very smart because if you're running on such a liberal standpoint and that, people are like, well, look, he's like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm going to lift up my skirt before you lift it up. Right, exactly. You know, so, and that's, that really shouldn't be something that. Someone uses against someone because it's in the fabric of American history. Right. It's like right. that's right. You, know how, you know how sensitive people are. Yeah, yeah, people. true. But true. I mean, I'm just hoping that with this information that he has, that he uses it to actually, if you know, he not that he's doing, excuse me, not that he's doing that well in the polls right now. But if he were, to, you know, do better, to like use that as a way to say, hey, like I understand, like my wealth comes from the fact that we had slaves. So, like, let me build policies to help support black people. Yeah, I mean, it's he's a he's a smart young man. Um, I think that he is. I like him. I like because I, I feel like we need fresh blood. We need somebody mm-hmm. between the ages of forty five to sixty in the con- you know we need yeah. young people yeah, we because do. it's like a seventy five year old rich man don't know what the fuck's going on around here. It's just like they're still trying to hold on to their money. We need people with. You know that are walking the streets. You know that are <laughs> we're not walking the streets. Not walking the streets. <laughs> <laughs> In the streets. That would be. I don't want though. nobody. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, look, Melania's in the White House, girl. She, I ain't, I ain't saying she nobody. I ain't kind of saying that first lady. You know, is a woman of the night. I'm just saying that. I mean, I mean, like they they got on Michelle Obama for showing her arms. Meanwhile, right. this bitch had her whole coochie out licking some titty. I'm like, what? So, but it's one of those things. Is just like. We need fresh blood. We need diversity. We need representation all over the board. You I know? think I, I think we need to, you know, put some sort of a policy in place when it comes to, um, I guess, you know, private like like um, the way these politicians can be financially supported. Because right. I mean mm-hmm. that it's it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat or whatever. If, right. if you have this massive powerhouse, whether it's one rich person or several rich people investing in your campaign, you win. You, you kind of owe them whether that is going to help the general public or not. And and, and that I think that that's um, that can re- that can get really ugly. And it can keep rich people rich and poor people poor. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's an interesting system going on. Um, 
Let's uh, start. Actually, should we talk, should we go to the the the, the, the music? Do you think we should, should go to the music. Let's go to the music. What? Oh wait, we don't have any music. Uh, we have music. We have we have good old um, Spotify. Oh, so, okay. Thank God. I don't have Spotify. No, I, we have it on here, girl. Oh, you did. Oh, look You're at back, you. Uh, look at me backing you, up. You, you got to go ahead and, and lift it up the. Um, Oh, you're using the. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah you know how to do no, it. I know how to do it. Girl. Yeah, what time is it? It is twelve twenty. Oh, yeah. So oh, it is twenty minutes after the hour. Yes. No, we can talk about something else. Okay, okay, we'll do one more. Let's okay. talk about the 2020 elections. Ooh. Oh, that good, good one. Uh, Thank you. So, <laughs> <laughs> how about we? Okay, before we do that, <laughs> right? Okay, actually, no, we will talk about 2020. Actually, Jimmy, who do you, who who like based on the candidates so far, the Democratic race? Who are you interested in? Um. Uh. Well. I... I don't know too too much about it, but uh, Camilla uh, from from California. Camilla Harris. Yes, Camilla, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. She's great. She's very popular, isn't she? And a lot of people. Yeah, she's um she's had a big uh, surge after the last Democrat debate. There's actually another debate coming up in at the end of July, July 30th and July 31st. Yeah. This is another second debate. She yeah did 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 I'm sorry. Um, uh, I like Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, she's really good. I like Elizabeth Warren because I like how prepared she was. Um, in the sense of, I like Kamala Harris too, but when her first debate was mostly debunking um, the records of her her um, mm-hmm. uh, her, her, her Joe, yeah, just... yeah, especially Joe about people she was running against. It was more like this, you know, debunking that Elizabeth in the first um, thing was literally answering what would you do mm-hmm. and all of that instead of going like you haven't done Defense. this, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was more like. So I would like to see what the next one brings along. I mean, just kind of a lot of a shit show. It's like the, the 20, uh, 2016 when there were like 900. But it's, it's a shit show. You know? it, so, well, go ahead. You, you Micah? Um, I mean, I'm, like, I, really like, I really like Elizabeth Warren. I, lo- I really like Kamala. Um, I mean, those are two. Those are probably like my top two right now. Um, I think, uh, I, I, you know, I, I think. Cory Booker's a little thirsty. However, I think he could do really well if he just happened to get more traction. But I just think I don't know if that's going to happen for him. Um, Julian, yeah. also Julian Castro is also really good too. But I just don't. I just don't know how he's going to get. Where he's going to get his like thing. Where he's going to get that push. But like I think I think those two are so far. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Pete. I mean, I like Mayor Pete, but like I just don't think he's he's too basic white for me. Got you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, girl, that's the white gays don't got enough. Honey, they, no, so. they, yeah, no, they, <laughs> Sorry. No, they, they, no, they love sounds, him. They love him. I but know like, that and like, sounds and, terrible, but. Like, the thing, too, like, the issue I have with Mayor Pete is that, like, he had this, you know, this shooting of, like, a white officer shooting a black a black um, bystander, and, like, he basically didn't know how to handle the situation. And I'm like. Which is not good. It's not good. And, like, you are going to, try, like, you're trying to appeal to, like, black black America, Latin America, like, Latin people in America, Latinx people. And, like, you as a mayor have a lot of power and executive authority in this town and you're still not using it properly. So I just have issue with the fact that he does, like, I just don't think he's, I don't think he knows how to, you know. Rule like yeah, rule to like you know be a good as to be outside of the the, the I, I think yeah the thing about if you all know being African American and us here we have very specific needs from our candidate that we just want to see mm-hmm. and we want to be respected as people but when you know, know nothing but the surface it's just like oh, mm-hmm. okay that's kind of okay you know yeah. but I mean who knows yeah so we'll see what happens I mean we have um, I mean we still have you know we have another debate coming up at the end of July I mean we're not going to really know our candidate for another like the first primary is not until like what, March or April so we have question yeah. do you think that there's a chance that Trump could be elected oh yeah again? oh yeah oh absolutely no because yeah. I don't trust white people absolutely absolutely because I think that he 
He has some. Actually, you know what's so funny? Someone really put this out here and made it very, very uh, poignant this morning. I was watching the news. They were like, Trump base has not expanded at all. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it's a strong base. It has not expanded. He hasn't gained anybody else. Right. He lost people. He has a strong base there. Now, the thing is, it's like when you vote, you know, it's like when people split the vote and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think that there's a chance, definitely a chance, because he doesn't, Trump doesn't run, he runs off of fear and like xenophobia. Mm-hmm. So he's not running a campaign as a politician. He's just literally like, if you don't do this, this is going to happen. Instead of saying, this is what I'm going to do, I'm going to do for you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's never that. So it's literally yeah. xenophobia mm-hmm. and, you know, and fear. Yeah. And yeah, you know, so I mean, I think, you know, the big, the big, like the mantra that we're trying to push right now is vote blue, no matter who, because otherwise, if you, if you, if, if voters decide to stay at home or they're like, oh, I don't like this person, like Trump's going to win because I mean, like that's what it comes down to. It's just, it's shocking though. I mean, it's been, Trump is, would have, it's been four years, right? So yeah, plus almost, the, yeah. plus the years that he was campaigning and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if the, the, the corporate media machine, if, if, you know, CNN or, you know, the, the whole world is against this guy, uh, in, in, <laughs> at least in the media, other countries. I mean, have you, have you, you seen Fox News? Well, besides <laughs> one station or a couple And stations, what's his face like from Israel? Mm-hmm. Then, you know. then, then it's an obvious sign to restring, rethink your strategy. You yeah. know, for the past six years or so, it's been this, you know, It's the same thing. Assault, yeah. You know? But the problem is that. It's the, the same thing with, he's been doing, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But the issue, though, is like, as you know, how, like, how many people do you know who didn't vote in 2018? I know a lot of people didn't vote. Not because, like, you know, because they can't take the time. They can't, you know, they, there's, there's a lot of people who just don't vote. Um, and that's an issue because I think with, uh, with Trump's base is that they will show out. Mm. Like, I can't right. guarantee that. Like I, like, I know folks in New York who don't vote. Like, not because they right. don't want to, because, like, they're, like, they're busy with work. They can't take the time. Oh, they forget president? to vote. You know, that happens. I mean, yeah. You know, we. I mean, how how many how many of y'all forgot to vote for the for the uh, district attorney? I forgot to vote yeah, for see? district attorney. I did. Yeah. Because I, but I voted every other time besides that because mm-hmm. the, the voting station is literally across the street from my house. <laughs> <laughs> I live at forty one Cedar. Oh. The voting station is at forty two Cedar. Bitch. It's the you, big you hospital. Better, you better let you better let the, the internet know your address. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I should have put my address. It's fine. Y'all can show Hello, up. Girl. Y'all can show up, girl. I got an old dike that lives in my building, honey. She with a baseball bat. Yeah. I got an old school stud there, honey. She with your ass. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I just did that. Too. You did too. All right. Um, let's go into the music. Um, so I chose, you know, so, you know, usually we do things like vocal masters, things like that. I decided to do a songwriter master. So our focus today is the great. Diane Warren. Yes. Oh, you know what? What Sorry. are you doing? All right. So I chose three songs. Um, the first is Solitaire by Laura Branigan. It was actually her first hit as a songwriter. You know, I love me some Laura Branigan, me girl. Too. She's one of my favorites. 1983. I think Solitaire hit number seven on the, on the Billboard charts. Oh. And then um, we have If You Ask Me To, the Celine Dion version. But, I mean, I love the Patty version, but the Celine, I just I really like the Celine too. Um, what do you want me to do? Okay, sorry. <laughs> and then if I could turn back time, I share. That's true. She hated that song. I know. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah she hated that song. It became one of her biggest hits. Mm-hmm. Same with. Um, also, I, f- I found her other like the, uh, the song from "You Haven't Seen the Last of Me" or from Bur- Burlesque. Like, yeah, yeah, also yeah. Read by Dur- Diane Warman. Like they like they were trying to like not have it in the movie, but then like at the last minute it got picked. So, 
Anyway, you're listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. We this is 28 minutes after the hour. You'll uh, enjoy this Diane Morin.
used to be that I believed in something Used to be that I believed in love It's been a long time since I've had that feeling I could love someone I could trust someone I said I'd never let nobody near my heart again You're listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queerstateofmind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. 
I cannot. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm so sorry, y'all. You know what? It's not my fault. I mean, oh, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. I just, I just switched it up this time. There yeah, you go. Yeah. But um, what y'all think of that little break? Do you like you like those like Diane it. Warren songs? I liked it. I like it. Oh, I like Diane yeah. Warren a lot. Ooh, I am here and I feel great and I did yeah. like each and every one of those songs. Yeah, no, they're great. I I, I just like. There you go. I remember when I if first asked me, me too. I, I mean, I love the Patty LaBelle version, obviously, but also I, I like, like, I think that was actually. I knew that sounded familiar. Yeah, yeah. Patty did it first, and then Celine did it like a few years later. Actually, I think it was it was Celine's Story first. Story of Celine's life. It was like one of Celine's first hits, I think. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Patty was written for Patty, and then Patty actually did the music video. A little trivia: Patty did the music video um, uh, the next day after her sister had died. <gasps> what? That's why she's like so emotional in the video and she's carrying on because yeah, her sister died and she had to shoot the video the next day. Oh. Wow. So, so if you ask me too, so that song was very special to her. And then uh, of course, the thing about songs is a uh, songwriter, that's why it's always good to own your song. A songwriter can sell the song to anyone they want. Right. Mm-hmm. So now technically the masters belong to the record company. Right. So Patty will always like, they can always play the Patty version, but Diane Warren can sell that song to anyone to record it. Right. Mm. It's not, Mm-hmm. It's not owned by the record company. Right. The record company just owns the recording. Right. They don't right. own the song. And she right. always, she always, uh, she 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 doesn't like add people names to her songs. If you work with her, you work with her. You don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of artists now will, um, right, songwriters will actually put somebody's name on the song that's a big artist to, mm-hmm. to like, you know, to give them credit. But Diane Warren's like, nope, I wrote the song. You are not going to get well, she credit for it. she don't have to do that. She's she been in the industry for how long? That's what I mean. Like, yeah, she doesn't exactly. do that. David Foster doesn't do that. A lot of people don't do that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But, but some people do that now because they want. They think that they have to do it. Right. Especially, like I older so. songwriters? Not the no. older songwriters. Right, the newer, the, the newer, the newer generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the older songwriters don't do that because that's their coin. Exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, I think I was like listening to an interview um, by uh, by Diane, and she is like, yeah, she's like, she owns all of her, all of her stuff. She's like, people have been asking her lots of money to sell her, like, right, like her, her rights. Mm-hmm. She's like, nope, I didn't get, I didn't get rid of that. It's like, I wrote these songs; these are my babies. Yeah, that's what happened to um, um, Dolly Parton. Uh, uh, they wanted her to sell the rights to "I Always Love You" uh, to Elvis Presley. Uh, he wanted songwriting credit on that. She said, no, <laughs> smart move. Right. And so, like you know, wait. And, no shade. Was he still alive when she came out with that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was alive. He came out in the sixties. Yeah. I thought it was the seventies. Okay, no, it was the sixties. Either way, he was alive. It right? was like right. sixty. It was like sixty. <laughs> he died in the seventies. Yeah, seventy-seven. Yeah, yeah. like sixty-eight, sixty-nine. Okay, because there's a song she wrote when she was leaving the country show that she was on. Okay, that had the guy had brought that she was. It was her 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 tribute to him. Mm-hmm. And then ten years later, and when that, did the album come out that same year? Uh, her album, like the uh, the uh, I forget the name of the album, the album of uh, the Jolene album, because it has that song on there. I always love. No, you. that came on after because she okay. uh, she, that's what I thought, yeah. she never really became a solo artist till like the seventies. That's what I, that's why I thought it came out in the seventies. Yeah, but yeah. the song itself was right. in the sixties, and then Elvis was like, "Oh, I put a song right." She said no, and that's why she made a shitload of money from Whitney covering it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she, people always like people like Whitney killed us. She's like, "Yeah, girl, I made a lot of money from that. I ain't mad at her." Right? She's that's like, "It can be." Her song, it's fine. She's mm, like, right. I'm okay with it. I mean, I can only imagine how much money she made. Like every time that song came on in 1993, just like, oh, here's another check. <laughs> here's yeah. another check. That song was like number one for like 14 uh, weeks. 14 weeks, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it's like what the the highest selling single by a female artist. Yeah, so possibly it's yeah. over yeah, a diamond. It so it's, yeah. it's sold over. And the only songs t- that I can think of that were on like number one on the charts longer than that is on um, One Sweet Day and. 
Can't win, right? Um, most of it is specific on Old Town Road. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, Old Town Road's been number one that long? 15, 15 weeks. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yep, Goddamn yeah. Spotify. Um, so, and the thing about <laughs> Listen, that. It deserves yeah. it. I'm sorry, that song. And the in. thing about it is, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where, like, so if the song sold 10 million copies, Dolly has at least 6 million of those dollars are hers. Wow. <laughs> That's a songwriter. Crazy. She's a songwriter. Mm-hmm. So ha- at least over half the money is her. I remember I saw someone did a breakdown of Adele Hello. Mm-hmm. Um, and that how much it has sold, and like Adele got four million of the ten million. She was the lead songwriter, and this person then got broken down by that. It's just like wow. So it always helps to be the songwriter. That's why a lot of times artists will put the name as a fourth or fifth songwriter or a first producer. Right. You know, you will see like a lot of things. You will see like if you look at Madonna's album, she she is the number one songwriter and the number one producer because she posts the rank. Even if somebody else wrote the song completely, right? Which she's you know, she, she bought the rights. She can still she doesn't buy the rights, but you know, I mean, it's the she, fact that you you can pull like you're working with me, so I need to have my name right. on the song as a songwriter, right? Yeah, I mean, there's like a thing. That, some people don't like, one not one strong on. They won't be like, no, you can't do that, right? But a lot of the older artists. Do they get paid that way too? I mean, just because it's on. They the, get paid. On so the... let's say if if I wrote a song, and you were the artist, and you just like I have to have my name on the song because I want credit, and you did like a run or something, and I put your name on there, and that song sold five million copies, I would get like three, and then you would get two when you shouldn't so get any of it. they're putting their name on there. It's not only just for the public can see it, but it's a legal. They've signed paperwork also yeah. saying, "Hey, we're going to split the money this way." Right, right. right. So you get you get songwriting money, you get songwriting mm. credit, so mm. you get money. But the old people didn't like the Saida Garrett. She wrote mm. "Men in the Mirror." Michael Jackson's not credited as the songwriter. Right, right, right. Men in the Mirror. So that's her money. Right, <laughs> you know, right. it's all hers. You know, but a lot of people don't. So how much money do you make off of that as the performer? If someone else wrote the song, they did not put your name well, on the song. Well, I mean, look at Whitney Houston, right? Because like that was a big thing. Yeah. Like, she didn't write in for music, so her estate isn't as wealthy as say Michael Jackson's estate because she didn't write in for music. Yeah. Right. What about so. Beyonce? Well, well, Beyonce puts her name on the, the songs that she did not write. Eight writers her, and she'll be number eight. She'll put it, yeah, she, she is. She, she, she is. That's an example of somebody who puts their name mm, somewhere, mm. like the Neo song "Irreplaceable." You must. That's Neo wrote the song, mm. but Neo allowed her to have the song ready credit. She's like, oh, she brought her own flair to it. I was just like, but that's no reason to give it's somebody a song ready credit. So he must not need the money. Yeah. So like, yeah. And I mean, he's still making money off of that, but it's he just still like, make money. But she makes money off of the song by putting the, her her name on it. So mm. like. And the one song that I feel like she wrote that, or she did not write, excuse me, um, that she was not able to put her name on was "If I If I Were a Boy," right? Because she, she didn't was, write that song. No, she did not write that song, but she was trying to put her name on it. And well, the she couldn't because that song was actually uh, it's controversial because that song was actually stolen from another artist mm. and given to her. That happens a lot in the industry right. where people steal songs. Uh, actually, the next time Michael Jackson was trying the to steal next songs time we're on here, I'm actually yeah. doing a whole thing. My music break is going to be songs that were stolen from people. They're given like um, "If You Have My Love" by Jennifer Lopez was actually Shantae Moore song. So mm-hmm. how it, so it was stolen from another artist, like someone in the process of uh, mixing it. Strong, like it. Shantae Moore had a song called um, "If You Have My Love." Also, mm-hmm. Puff Daddy heard the song. He said, "I want that song." Right. And he mm-hmm. said, "I want that song." So Puff Daddy strong armed the songwriter to write a song very similar to it, the same song, and give it to Jennifer Lopez. So the people, the power, it's the business. The powers yeah. that be can come down upon you and take it from the little people. Right, right. You right. know, so it'd be like, mm. But actually, it's kind of related. Um, so you know, like, that, that David... 
David Guetta song Titanium because I know there's a Mary J. Right. Blige version. Yeah. Was that stolen for her? Like, was there Mary, do you know if Mary J. Blige was just like, stolen, I just want to do it? It wasn't stolen from her. It was a de- she, Mary J. Blige demo. demo with Sia, decided to go with Sia. Got it. What was stolen was when Maya was really popular, she had a song called My First Night With You. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was actually taking the songwriter sold the rights to her after it was on Deborah Cox's first album. Mmm. Right. Good old she made more, a video for that song and everything. She was more, yeah, because Maya yeah. was more famous. Yeah. Oh my. That's business. It's right. business. So that's the guy's number. And that's business. the thing. That's 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 saying something because even Maya had like so many struggles in, that, well, in the industry. This right? is why a lot of artists um, nowadays like they're trying to fight for their new work and their masters. Like Taylor right. Swift doesn't have the masters of her first yeah. five albums, which is like crazy. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, no, she's fighting for. She's literally somebody fighting bought for, her right. masters, and when somebody buys your masters, that means they can sell your songs to commercials, to movies, Let's to see, everything. You get name? no money from it. <laughs> and now she's trying to get them back. Trying to get them mm-hmm. back. That's because. Sh- and it's like it's like a, a like a huge debate because the guy who stole her money, I forget his name off the top of my head. Yeah, he, he didn't steal it. He stole, bought it. Not, he sorry, bought, bought it. it. Sorry, uh, I was talking too fast. Um, the guy who um, <laughs> bought her. Music, her catalog. Um, some people are on his side, and some people are on Taylor Swift's side. So it's a huge like I mean, debate in the music. I industry. mean, it's a huge deal because a lot of a lot of artists don't own their masters. Beyonce doesn't own her masters. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the Beatles didn't own their masters. Michael Jackson, <laughs> Michael Jackson owns them. Yeah, he owned, Michael Jackson was owned owned the Beatles catalog, and Michael Jackson owned the Beatles, Sly and Family Stone, and uh, Little Richard. He gave Little Richards uh, Sly and, uh, Little Richards back to him. So mm-hmm. Scott he bought Ron. it, gave Little Richard back all his money, and gave it back to him, which was the nicest thing he did. Mm-hmm. That's like, great, you know. So. Um, yeah, that's interesting though, because you would think also too, because I know Taylor Swift's father is like a, a record executive, right? Isn't that right. the whole like? I'm like, yeah. how did he not? Yeah, you know, the, <laughs> let me put it this way: the new ep- season of Stranger Things, mm-hmm. they have a whole bunch of Madonna playing in the '80s, a whole shitload of Madonna playing. But Madonna does not own her '80s masters, so the record company can, can be like, yeah, sure, you can use this, and she mm-hmm. doesn't get money from it. Wow, <laughs> borderline. <laughs> and that's a that's a good. That would be a good. Decade to own your own shit from, but that's the industry. I mean, you know, it's not like, for instance, it's not like Taylor Swift was this little girl, you know, with no, No. you know, uh, found herself in a record studio exec room and and, and, and without legal counsel or parental support signed a document. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I hope. It is what it is. You know, you I hope know, she doesn't win. That's why Prince did all the things he did when he changed his name and mm. kept recording music. He had to get on his contract to get and own his stuff. Right. So that's the smartest move he did. You know, because I mean, he had to fulfill it. And everybody was giving him shit for that. I was like, the artist. Mm. Right? Yeah. I remember that. Everyone was like, why is he doing this? But like, yeah, like in retrospect, it's like, but you own all your music. Yeah. Well, the state does yeah, for now. Yeah, the state, yeah. It's what you have to do. I mean, that's the business of it. So if you're a smart person, you... You a are a songwriter. If you're the songwriter and you don't own your masters, sometimes you're fine because not everybody has that talent though. Not everybody can write a song. Yeah, Man, facts. And that's why, like I said, you would see like you would have like you know this person, this person, this person, this person, mm-hmm. and be like Jay Z, because like, then you get a little piece of that pie. You're mm-hmm. like, bitch, I get five hundred thousand dollars from this. You know, yeah. like you're making money you know, instead of like you know not making any money. That's why Motown was so fucking popular. But Barry Gordy had all the money because he hired the songwriters and he owned the masters, so he just had to. They, they got paid little mm-hmm. just to push them out there, mm-hmm. you know. The, 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 right. the performers, right? Yeah. And that's why after when um, the black artists who were on Motown got some sense, they're like, "Ooh, this shit ain't right." Is mm-hmm. Motown still going on or no? Is it uh, I mean, I think it, it changed names, but yeah, yeah it still kind of got you know it got sold into. 
So something bigger. Like, something it, got bigger. Big, it got bought into one of the bigger ones. Yeah. Ever. So, um, we're blab about that. We talk, we talk to Jimmy about Oh, yeah. Stuff. I know, right? Well, I mean, no, I mean, this is also good stuff to know if you didn't know that America, that's, that's <laughs> business. Business is business. And that's, and again, that's the reason why, you know, I think, yeah, like, are just like Whitney Houston, like, you look at their estates, they don't have as much because she never has songwriting credit. And what's the moral of the story? Own your masters. Own your masters. Oh, and, become a songwriter. Yeah, yeah, become, become a songwriter. songwriter. A strong arm somebody to put your name on the end of the phone. Yeah, <laughs> of right. Right. That's, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. The artists want to make money from touring. Yeah. Uh, which that's, can be exhausting. Which can be exhausting. Yeah. That's why certain artists are always touring. Yeah. yeah. Because they got you gotta no do what money. you got to do. Like, right. hey, Pink. <laughs> but she writes her own songs too. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, but she's always touring. I'm like, what about girl. Katie Perry? I think she actually Oof. enjoys it. She probably does. She's good at it. She also likes being those acrobats. She's she likes doing yeah. that, just jumping from the ceiling and stuff. Good for her. That's how you know the bitch likes doing it because it's like you don't have to do all this. To, she don't have to do any of that. Right. But right. she does she it. Is. So that's, that's how true. you know she enjoys it. That's true. That's that's my story. Yeah. Good I'm story. Good it. story. You're sticking with it. All right. Um, hi, Jimmy. Hey. Hi. So uh I'm so happy to have you on. Um so for those that don't know, Jimmy's from AHF. What's going on? AHF is AIDS Healthcare Foundation for those that don't know. What's going on with you? What's happening? Oh, things are great. Things are great. Uh, we just got finished with a an amazing pride season. So uh, HF was involved in in all the different prides and all the different boroughs, including Staten Island and Long Island. Ooh, how was Long Island pride? What was that like? Yeah. Wait, where is it? They have a, you know, I'm not 100% sure exactly where. (laughs) She said I wasn't there, I was busy, but I'm sure they were there. But I know that it was very successful. A lot of my colleagues were there and it was a good, a great turnout. And Long Island is pretty large, so it's it's it's, long. it's, it's yeah, it's long. <laughs> it's a long so, island. <laughs> it, it's gaining popularity year after year. It's getting bigger and bigger. So it's uh, I'm I'm really proud of it. That's um, great. Yeah. So um so you know when it comes to when it comes to Asia, for those who don't know, um, uh, we are now at one million two hundred thousand plus people in care globally, yes. with over six hundred thirty uh, different healthcare center locations. Um, so we're, we're really proud of our work. Um, AHF's motto is cutting edge medicine and advocacy, regardless of ability to pay. So uh, we are able to take care of so many people from all over the place, um, mostly for free. That's great. Um, so for those of who you know, or maybe the first time listeners or don't know much about AHF, let's say I am someone, I'm a sexually active person. You don't say. You know, <laughs> you, know you? you, me, and I, and you know, I walk into like I walk into AHF. Like, what kind of services can you give me as someone who maybe hasn't been tested in like a year or whatever? Well, we can definitely test you for um, STDs and HIV. Um, uh, the HIV tests come back within one minute, and the STD tests come back within um, one week or less. Yes. Um, we we have uh, we have um, care coordinators who can help um, any individual uh, get access to uh, a specific insurance, such as Prep app. Um, we also have pharmacy specialists who are able to help um, uh, get people linked up to uh, um, patient access programs, so you can access uh, Travada if that's something that you're interested in. Great. Fantastic. I love that. I love that. And you guys are, yeah, you guys are global. So, I mean, obviously, you know, yes. you were in New York. Um, 
They're a really good organization. Yeah, they're a really good organization. Thank you're, you're, you're off of Atlantic Avenue, right? Yes, in yes. Brooklyn. And here in Brooklyn, we are at 475 Atlantic Avenue. That is the uh, our Brooklyn location. Uh, we also have um, Nets Pharmacy and Healthcare Center and HIV testing. We have um, a pharmacy in Chelsea. We have uh, my location, which is the healthcare center in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, we have a healthcare center in Columbus Circle. We have a um, healthcare center and pharmacy in Jamaica, Queens. All right. Pharmacy in Astoria. And very soon, uh, which I'm extremely proud and excited to say, uh, within the next couple months, hopefully, we will have a pharmacy and a healthcare center in Bronx. Really? Uh, That's yes. awesome. Yeah, it's huge because it's, now it, we're there's, in a real, the Bronx. there's a real. <laughs> I, I believe it's close to Yankee Stadium. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. South Bronx. So we're really excited because we know that there's a lot of need up there so. yes 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 child yes, yes mm-hmm. a huge need i mean i i i just love like you know there's been also obviously so many so many ads like you know i think the city and, and jeffrey connection with you and other agencies like you know just like trying to get it out there that like you equals you like you it's know huge. it's huge it's huge like i, yeah. I mean it's just really great to see and whole prep but women can get on prep now too. yes that's right and yeah. like, so, so i asked about that you know yeah yeah you know just two things that i want to mention thank you for mentioning you equals you you know like that that's a really really big um Big um, aspect that a lot of people, I feel the public should understand that undetectable equals untransmittable. Uh, there have been many, many studies, including one um, Kiwan called the Partner Study, um, that, that revealed that um, essentially an undetectable, an HIV positive, undetectable individual uh, cannot spread HIV as long as they are truly undetectable. So that's huge. The other thing is, um, is PrEP app. A lot of individuals feel that if they're HIV negative and don't have insurance and also live in the state of New York, uh, if you if they want prep they can't get it and it's simply not true in most cases new york state department of health has a program called prep app which um if you live in the state of new york if you make um, approximately $61,000 or less per year, and if you have $25,000 or less in your bank accounts, you can get free medical visits paid for in labs uh, with regards to PrEP. So that's really important, and I'm, I'm happy to be able to let people know that because uh, a lot of people don't know that and therefore don't get on PrEP. That's amazing. I didn't know. I did not know about that. That's great. Because I oh, think I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you know, there's always like this big barrier. Like I mean, even with like even with my organization, like people were trying. Like I know people who were trying to get on prep, but then like their insurance was like, oh, like you know, they were going to charge too much, and they couldn't figure out why they were going to charge. You know, too I had questions when I, I got on questions. when yeah, I got yeah, on yeah. prep. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a thing. Because like I mean, like you know, like I know I only pay like ten dollars a bottle, but like I know other people like they have issues they're paying significantly more. Right. So, so it's just sometimes so. insurance companies will pay for only a fraction. Mm-hmm. So the insurance will pay for two hundred dollars of the fifteen hundred dollar bottle. Um, sometimes they won't um, cover it at all. It's been a med- it's been a carved out medication for prep. Um, if it was treating HIV, then they would. But if it was treating prep, the insurance companies won't do it. That's so interesting. There are certain hurdles to to jump through. So I'm right. I'm. I'm pretty proficient at jumping through those. So if you are, if you ever need uh, any help with that, you can find me at AHF uh, Healthcare Center in Midtown Manhattan. Thank you. Can't miss them, honey. They're pretty. Mm-hmm. Can't miss them. Yes. I mean, I, I, you know, I just think it's so sad that, like, you know, if we're looking for preventative care that, like, some, like insurance companies are just, like, you know, trying to fight against that. But I'm just yeah, so glad you guys, you like, AHF, are, you guys are doing such great, fabulous work. Thank you. Um, we're going to definitely continue this conversation into the next hour. Um, stay tuned, everybody. We are... Oh, what's going on? Oh, there we go. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. We have a whole lot more going on. You know, we've been drinking our rosé. We're going to give him more 
slushed up and <laughs> have some up. more fun. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Also, I'm so happy the air conditioner's on because I am not sweating my balls off. It's great. We're going to have to keep that motherfucker on all summer. Okay. I said so. I mean, if, oh, listen, if y'all haven't hearing any issues of hearing the air conditioner, let us know because I, I sound fine. <laughs> <laughs> Messy Hour, right here on Clear State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> I just love how we're like, we all cringe when we hear that. And we're like, <laughs> we don't want to be messy anymore. We're fine. Um, okay, guys, we're going to go into our throwback track. Um, I chose a song, like, I think I was like, listen, I heard this remix. And I was like, what is this song? I know this song from Summer Before. And I was like, I got to play this. Like, I, I remember hearing the original. So this is, so this whole entire second hour is going to be basically the 90s. This first song is Uninvited by Alanis Morissette. Um, if y'all remember this, like, what, 1995, four, 98, really? Okay, well, 1998. Uh, 97, 98. All right. Um, so we were listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. We're two minutes after the hour. Here is Uninvited by the lovely Alanis Morissette.
Right, so that's the thing. Commerce, she wrote the song, Mm -hmm. so she gets all the songwriting credit, but she can just pay somebody to orchestrate it. Mm. So she didn't do the orchestration, but you know, you hire an orchestrator, you know. (laughs) Yeah, people go to school for it. Like, this is the song, I need an orchestra, and they will orchestrate your song for you, you know. A one time fee, usually? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, a one time fee, because they they pay the orchestra. So you get a one time fee. Really? (laughs) I didn't get a chance to do it earlier. Can we do it again? Oh, fine, right. This is so refreshing. <laughs> I love. Sorry, the middle of my sentence interrupt the beginning of yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, girl. Are you? No, you're not. I'm not sorry it happened. I'm just sorry <laughs> when it happened. Speaking of being okay. sorry, <laughs> right? Um, so there was this really uh, great opinion uh, piece in New Now Next called I Miss Disney's Queer Code of Villains, but the next generation won't. Um, and basically, we're talking about how there's all these, like, Disney villains who, you know, were the last queen. You know, we have Girl. Jafar. Mm. Oh. We have Scar, who mm-hmm. is... And Ursula, who's literally modeled after a drag queen, divine. So, um, I mean... Wait, who, who's, the, who's the middle person you said? Wait, the, the, well, Scar from Scar, Lion yeah, King? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She, she, you know, she had that limp wrist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honey. Which is so funny, because I, I, I kind of want to rewatch. The original animation, because I'm sure, I, I'm sure there are things you're like. Ooh, oh no, girl. she was, she was on, she was a, she was a bothered, unbothered queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She never raised her voice. Miss mm-hmm. Scar was just, in mm. <laughs> that nasty back and go, mm, like, I don't do it. She was just nasty. Had the hair, yes. it was flowing. It was just. And she also she had like that eyeliner on. Yes, her face, her <laughs> face was beat for the gods. <laughs> she had that smug she just look. had a scar. She just had a scar on her face. And, yeah. and the more you think about it, it's just like, wait a minute, like why? Do I? Why cannot? Why am I not? King? Like as I've gotten older, I understand the fucking villains. I'm right. like, quote unquote. So they're not villains. This makes sense. Like, right. fuck that bitch. Right. <laughs> Kill her. Like she, she don't deserve none of this shit. Ursula. Ursula was, well, Ursula was right because Ursula was uh, was uh, Triton, uh, King Triton's sister. Mm-hmm. And, oh, they were kin. Yes, and she, and oh. Triton just like left for B, and so Ursula's just like girl. That's an uncle and an aunt. What about Jafar? Is he kin? Well, no, Triton. Nah, she was just a nasty queen. <laughs> she, was a, she, was. she was just a, a nasty woman. A stranger. Yeah, yeah. She was just you know, a mean woman. She was in her gowns, honey, beating her a stone right, with, that, with a hat. She with had, that hat. She had mascara. Or, oh, yeah, damn. 
Jafar yeah, said, beat, honey. And everything. So that, much, that mustache. And the article's so great because the article's like, when they took that away from the characters, it just kind of became a one-dimensional thing. Like, the new scars is very angry and mean. There's no, like, layer mm. to it. You know, like the joie de vivre, the joy of life, you know, the little essence of it is gone, you know? Right. Yeah, and and it's just, it's just get like, ah, I'm angry because I'm not <laughs> king. Right. And you can't do that with live action. Because they're, they're making everything new, like live action. There's no way that they can still keep these queer... Co- like, they can't do that. I, I, think, I mean, I, I would love to. They girl. can, but they're, 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 they're going to make that main done girl slick a girl with the eyelid one eye. Scar <laughs> <laughs> hair be laid, honey. Right, right. <laughs> well, because, you know, cause, I mean, I, I think, like, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, that movie 300 that came out a couple years, like, you know, like, yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, you know, Xerxes was the last queen. Oh, she yes. was a nasty old queen. Is that the seven foot one? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, gold, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, on, we're on that yeah. gold. Because, like, I'm just like, queer. why is she? Be, why? I was literally thinking, like, why are all these women behind her? Like, she's mm. not into that. Mm-mm. Maybe she is. But Maybe that she's was into the, after the time, right. that she's was like, the so, you know, those men were very, very, quote mm. unquote, for lack of a better term, they Feminine presenting right. at the time, right. you know, was you had to have all the gorgeous. gold and all the hair and yeah. all right. that That's stuff. What they did. And only the people who fought were like uh, warriors, right, right, you know. Right. You know, so even if you were like, uh, any if you love, it's like the fucking eighties. Everybody, the, 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 a motley crew, all the their face were beat for the gods. They wear all right. the makeup, the hair. Oh, he doesn't wear eyeliner. I can't go out with him. Right. Look at Kiss. That Just was make thing. it for days. That's when people try to talk about like masculine and femininity, I said, um, you're fucking prince. I was wearing panties. He was yeah. a womanizer. Rick James to have thigh high boots on with heels. Mm. Like he had the last those so men. Great. Okay. It was so fun. I said every time I said those men were so for now feminine present. I said, but the masculinity doesn't have to be. Like that, like Rick James, one of the biggest womanizers there ever was. He mm-hmm. wasn't a gay man, but if you see Rick James with the braids yes. and eyeliner and the thigh high boot, that was just. Did he ever come out? No, he was never gay. Oh, he's not gay. No, no that was gay. just that, that. He's like Prince. They were oh. just they were womanizers. They're just they're feminine presenting. They're just feminine presenting. That's you know that was the eighties. That's what. But you when you do a lot of cocaine, that's what you do. You know, <laughs> apparently, you get you a piece of wig, girl. You know, mm-hmm. and just do some cold blooded. You know, mm-hmm. give it to friend. me. Give, uh, Prince, which is always in that panties, son. He always was in panties, in yeah. purple panties. You know, because he has his, his illegitimate child, son. He has a son. Really? Yeah. Cause, Did he get some estate? Uh, no, the guy didn't actually try to get money. He just he just wanted love. He just wanted to know. Oh, he, they they he knew his he knew Prince before he died. He I don't think he, he knew Prince. I think he knew he told her mom said Prince is your father. He didn't say anything about it until Prince died. And then he got the test, and it turned out to be right. But he didn't want money. But Prince is already dead, so who would he not well, be taking I, money from? I think, be, well, because I think that it was more just... Like confirming, hey, this is my dad? Yeah, that was yeah. just all it was. Sometimes, just, sometimes, sometimes just, yeah, I don't think he wants to, like, disturb the shake. The th- I know. Right. Sometimes <laughs> you just want to know who your daddy is. You so, know. you know. But that was that what it was for him. And, I need a daddy. But I want to check. Fuck uh, that. Right? Yeah. Can you be you know. my daddy? What song is that from? I said, can I just own the rights to white windows card? Just give me one song that people have to come to. I think it's a twisted song. Oh, <laughs> one song. Let me, give, <laughs> let me have the masters to one song. Right, that's all right. I want. Just give your, me Kiss. I'll be out of your hair. One song. Now, which song? I'll be like, he's not going to give you rain. Kiss. Oh. <laughs> that would be beat. Grandma that would be beat. Yeah. Great or, grandma. Or 1999. Yeah. I would take Windows, Cry, or Kiss. Yeah. No, I would take Cream. I would even take Cream shit. No, I'll take Purple Rain, girl. That's a sure bet right there. That's true. I like he won this. That's his signature song. That would be $100,000. Seven. Shoot. 
or the most beautiful girl in the world. So whenever they have a pageant, do y'all happen to know how much these masters make? Depends people on per the, year. I know. I know it depends on the artist. Depends on the song. But an example, do y'all know of any artist like how much they made from a song? From, what, because uh, they own the I master. knew that this woman uh, who wrote the rose, the song the rose. Uh, at one point, she, as a songwriter, she was making over $200,000 a year mm. just um, selling the song, the rights to the song for people to do. Mm. Uh, as far as the masters go, it just depends on who wants to pay something. So if they want to play uh, Madonna uh, into the groove on Stranger Things, they have to buy the right to play the song. And it goes to the record company. It doesn't go to Madonna. She don't get in that money. It's whoever owns the rights to the master. Whoever owns the right to the master gets the money. It's just the record company. So, so, like, yeah. uh, Adele wrote, you said hello? Yes. Do we know how much she... Yeah, she made, like, three and a half... She made, like, three and a half million dollars um, from the song, One Diamond. So, she made about three and a half, four million as, as a songwriter. Span? In what span? So, in the span of just the years. song. Yeah, just yeah. The, the, when the song did. When this, uh, and then, you know, she paid the co-songwriters and the producers yeah. and all of that. So, four million was hers. But... Yeah. I don't think I don't know if Adele owns the Masters Hello. Mm. So if somebody wanted to put Hello in a commercial, they can put it in the commercial, and she's not going to get money. I'd be smoking Got a it. cigarette somewhere in the corner of my you ass, cross. That's why Taylor Swift is mad because the, 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 I, I don't blame her for being mad. The, 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 but the let her be mad. They have, the app, the guy have whoever it is. I think what's his name is um um he goes by Scooter, so but I his name is Scott to, like Bron. What's the last Scott Bron? I think he owns up to 1989. He owns Red in 1989. Oh, you cannot own 89. So he owns the Masters in 1989 with Shake It Off and all of that. <laughs> Bad blood. That's what she's angry Ooh, about. So because no one wants reputation. He can make money. He can make, he can make money from Shake It well, Off. What's the number one hit, though? She didn't sell it. All right. She didn't own it. The record right. company... Yeah. So everybody was just like she had a lot of time to like grab her masters, but she didn't like. No. But you know, like That's it's hard problem. to do, so. right? But I mean, her father also was like a record executive. He should give her some better advice. Oops, That's just there me. it is, right? right. So um, we were, you know, I being me and Sadie were having a nice, nice walk and talk yesterday oh, before Rose. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um and we were sitting in front of Radio City Music Hall, and then I saw the corner of my eye someone walking down the street, and I was like, wait a minute, I know that guy. So I ran over, tapped on the shoulder. I was like, hey, I haven't seen in a while. Um, and he was with another person who also, also turns out that I also know from like a few oh, years ago. Does. Yes, I know a lot of people. I'm you popular. You what are about popular. That? I'm very popular. Girl, come um, through Regina George. Right, right, right. Um, so, I mean, just from looking at it, it looks like they were dating. Um, but like, you know, there was like, I... I've been sending him like texts, being like, "Hey, let's like hang out, something like that." And I'm aware that he ghosted me, and it just you know made me realize that you know I've been watering dead plants, mm. and I want to say that you know it's funny how sometimes we don't realize we're doing that because like we think, oh, maybe they're cactuses, or maybe you know <laughs> maybe there's like enough water. Child. But I realized I, I got some dead plants in my life, and I want to know that y'all got some dead plants in your life too that you're watering. You can skip me, girl. You know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. How about you, Deron? How about you, Jimmy? Do yes. y'all have dead plants? Yeah. Yeah. Like who? Yeah. Say their names. <laughs> girl, I'm not gonna say, did you say any names? Nope. Bitch? Sure did not. Because <laughs> I sure want to know. <laughs> I think what it is is um, the thing about watering dead plants is from the side mm-hmm. is that for me at least. I look at people and I see something in them that 
they might not see in themselves. And then I frustrate myself by saying, like, why don't they see that in themselves? You know, I, I see it and I notice what it is. I say, oh, God, I'll be great with this person. You know, you see it. You see it. But and we're talking about being in a relationship with someone, right? No, well, or yeah, oh, or just or necessarily like, whatever, or like just like trying to be in touch with somebody, right? And you just, oh yeah, yeah, we know. And it's just one of those things where like you go, okay, maybe it's not meant to be. And like I currently like there are people like I don't really chat with anymore per se because. I'm not a dancing monkey for them anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just like I can't be happy at a goddamn time. That sometimes I want to sit down. You got to like me when I'm sad too, you know. And like, and I, it's one of those things where no, no, no. I know where you where you're going with that. <laughs> I was just like, Wait, no, no, that sounds familiar. I know. Uh-huh. No, it's not like that. <laughs> I, I, I low key kind of got triggered. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whole the whole spectrum of your personality is when somebody right. just kind of like starts to push you aside because like, well, you know what. You're not fun anymore. Right. It's just like, well, I wasn't here to be like a dancing monkey. Exactly. And I think, you know, and I think for me too, is that like, I'm not someone who ghosts. Um, like I, I, I don't really, I don't, I give people, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, Oh, maybe they're busy. Like I know sometimes like, you know, I'll like, I'll read text messages and forget to reply. Yes. Like that happens. I like, am I'm, mother of that. Yeah. Like, and especially now that I have the smartwatch. Yes. Like, you know, I'll, yes, I'll, you I'll, I'll read a message and then I forget, like forget to respond or like I'll mark it as right and I forget to respond. It's so, like, I want to give people the benefit of the doubt that like, maybe they just weren't responding because like they just forgot. Mm-hmm. Right. But like. Yeah, if you send a follow up and then they don't respond, you're like, okay, bitch. Right, right, right. Like, what's going on? I know where you live. That's the thing too. It's like when you ghost, it's like you know, I know where you live. I know where you work. Like, what you doing? You know what? Since I hit forty, I don't give a damn no more. People yeah. gotta do what the fuck they gotta do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just gotta live your life. Right. You know, exactly. it doesn't change anything. It's just like you know what? You do what you gotta do. Whatever makes you, you happy. You have to also keep in mind that besides ghosting someone there's there, there are those friends that you only see like once or twice a year, and that's fine. Like Jimmy, last time. Aja, yeah. Aja. Yeah. <laughs> but I love Jimmy, though. Right. Because yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy told me, he said, he said, you get to see me. He said, he said, you get to be away from me for a month and a half, and then you see me. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Because he has to refresh. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm the type of person, and that's actually, that's that's one of the things that, that stands out the most about me and Sadu's relationship is when I first met him, that's one of the things that I said because I didn't want um, right. any, any misunderstandings. You know, I'm right. the type of person where... I, I, if I could consider you a friend, but I can only, I, I only need to see you once a month, once every couple of months. You Ain't know, it's, that. it's, I think I'm, that's, it's so fine. Totally. It's I New think, York City. It's totally, I mean, I mean, with the exception of y'all, cause I see you every week, like just a lot of folks, I'm like, I'll see you when I see well, you. Well, people like that, cause you can pick up where you left off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Thing no, about that's that. Yeah. You For pick the, up where you left off people, and actually, it makes it a little bit more exciting, cause you're just like, what the hell you is going on? You actually have something to talk about. Right. You know, exactly. So, but, yeah, yeah, that was know. but weird though last night. That was the thing that they both were acting like they didn't know who the fuck you were. Right, oh. that was the thing. That was, yeah. God, was that's last rude. Night? That's last rude. Night. Yeah. Literally last night. It was like they're both denying. The, the, the few times people do, <laughs> the few times people have done that to me, especially if I've had alcohol in my system, I say mm. things to remind them oh. Oh, how they know me in front of their company because it, it, it's, a, it's a very rude thing for them to act brand new like that. Right. You know, like from the south, yeah. especially if you're not being disrespectful. If you're being respectful to them hey how's it going da, da, da. and they act like you know oh oh, oh really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that chuckle bitch that chuckle's at home oh really <laughs> that's very disrespectful I agree just I think own it that's hilarious just own <laughs> I'd have done it. what you do and I just yeah I just I just make a scene why not Hey, remember me? Remember me? <laughs> wait, you know. oh, wait. What was this? What was some from from the Boondocks? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, do their impression, girl. Do their oh, impression. Shit. Okay, so it was one of my favorite scenes from the fucking Boondocks when um 
Robert meets <laughs> when Robert meets Maybelline. He's like, "Oh, Robert, you look so good! Oh my God! Oh, look at you, Robert! Oh yes, you look good over there! Oh, oh! You don't remember me? I ain't good enough for you. Oh shit! Now yeah. you don't leave out the neighborhood. Well, I bet if I was a white oh. bitch, you remember me. <laughs> I die every time I watch that. I'm like, well, if I was a white bitch, you remember? The way that they say white bitch on that show. It's fucking Kim Whitley. The way she says it. It's just like, you need to put this in a jar and teach people how to say white bitch like this. Right. Now, who was the lawyer who was married to the white woman? Uh, that was Tom. Tom, like so. Tom at the trial of like R. Kelly or something like that. He was trying to like you know like (laughs) whatever. He was like on the opposite side of. I forget the name of it. Uh, of you, Kelly. Do you get that? And he part? was just like, he said something, and then someone responded with, tell that to your white bitch. Right. No, <laughs> for right. real? In the court? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. In the court, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the do court, you, yeah. Tell it to your do you get it, Tom? Uncle? Uncle Tom. The Dwell Knox is very smart. Right, right, right. It's very right. witty. It's like the, the whole, the, the way they oh, play on, the way they play on the race and everything. That, yeah, yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Then there's mm-hmm. Uncle Ruckers. This is the black man that hates black mm-hmm. people. Yeah, he's the best. He's the best. He's like, he's like fuck you, everybody who live in your house. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Robert, one or two monkey kids are yours. Like he's like, it's so, it's such great satire. Like, right? Because Tom has the biracial daughter yeah. and play with the kids, and the one that gets very militant. And he's like respectably smart, black, right? Respectful, smart black boy, and the other one's like a hood rat with mm. his cornrows. He's always getting in trouble, and the grandpa's like an old black man. Right. But the grandpa is best friends with the racist old, old black man. <laughs> yeah. It's just the you whole thing. You never seen the so no. no, never full And then there's Mr. Okay, okay. And then there's Mr. Wunsler, and then there's like the, the white boy who acts like like who's the blind the man with the from the hood and Samuel Jackson's voice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They have every aspect of the diaspora and how mm-hmm. the stereotypes of everything work, but it's done mm-hmm. in such a smart way. It's not offensive. It's just very like God. You get away with a lot and of shit. What, what's the um um the president of BT? What was her name? I'm not sure if she's still the president. Oh, they yeah, had she's sold. Yeah, she's sold right. Well, no. Whatever her name is, yes. they had her. They, they portrayed her as like Doctor Evil. Yeah, that's oh, a, no, the one of the best with episode, the cat. <laughs> one of the best episodes they had. They had Al Sharpton and, uh, and Coulter on there. Mm. Oh yeah, they were fighting. They were fighting. They were fighting down. And then mm. the, the boys are sitting in the dressing room. And the end comes. Like, and I was like, hey, "Why are you doing, girl? I'm gonna see you next week." And it was just like, "Oh, girl, I saw you at the barbecue." And they were like, "They're friends." And this right. is their shtick. This is right. what they do. Right, 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 right. I said, "Are you doing?" And it, and it was just like, "Cause it, it is. Everything. It is what they do. It's literally what they do." I, so yeah, I, I, I have an Ann culture story, and it's, it's, it's. I believe that's what it is because mm, yeah. I've actually been at a party. Oh, yeah. with her. Yeah. She was a very lovely woman. Mm-hmm. Very calm, very quiet. It was a party of, of nothing but gays. Mm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. color, it just, it just. See, that's how you know. It's like, bitch. I was right. like, hmm. It's a shtick. It's a and shtick. And so the She might, might low key be donating money to the girls. The, the, you never the, know. Exactly. The, the boondocks always brings that in where it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, this could be real. Right. So they play with. I think right. the boondocks and the Simpsons are very smart in the sense of like, this is actually real life. It's satire, but it's also real life. That's what it's a beauty yeah, of satire. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The R. Kelly episode. Like, this is R. Kelly. Right. This is my social security What's number. What's going on with that now's R. Kelly situation? <laughs> well, well, it's I was, a lot I, 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 for the first time in a while, I logged on to World Star Hip Hop. Um, oh, Jesus. Uh, yes. And 
Um, yeah, I saw these two girls, and they were. It was an R. Kelly tape, and the uh, quote unquote supposed abducted victims, and they kept. They were in New York. It was these two girls, and they, you know, were switching the phone from their faces to the view um, from their penthouse looking place across New York City, and they're like, "We're at the Trump. Um, we're, we're at the Trump." That's what they kept saying, "The Trump, the Trump." I don't know if it was a hotel or a, a condo or what the deal was. But the whole R. Kelly thing is just starting to seem so silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know it's still ongoing, and there's been a lot. I mean, we're definitely we're definitely going to keep people updated on that. I just don't know. Like, it's it's getting it's getting it's getting just getting more and more information coming out. I feel like every day. Um, we're gonna go into the music break. Um, this is dedicated to yes. my brother Jamal. Um, oh. I was like, I was thinking of music that. Uh, I remember hearing in the car, it was like, you know, me, mom, and my brother driving around back in the days. No Paula? Nope. No Paula, bitch. No (laughs) Paula. Um, Back when we lived in Salt Lake City, there's uh, three songs that, like, I remember hearing all the time in the car. You could get the cassettes, and I think maybe even the CDs, too. Not too sure. But um, the three songs I chose are Feels Good by Tony, 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 Do Me by Belle Bib DeVoe, and Kiss You Back by Digital Underground. Um, these songs all, like, I remember hearing all these songs in, like, 1991. And I just absolutely love them. And I'm really glad to be able to play them. So you're listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. We're 26 minutes after the hour. Enjoy this music break. Oh, 
Mercedes, the mellow, quite a nice fellow. Met 3T, hit a rhyme acapella. They had the rhythm and I had the rhyme. So then I hit it that one more time. It worked out and then they worked it in. Tony, Tony, Tony has done it again.
Yo, it's not funny. Real cute is what you say to me. But any other way you're playing me. If you love me, then I'll love you back. Like something I do. I hear you. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Except I do it like this. Hit it, girls. If you pinch my nose, I'll play with your toes. <laughs> you right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yo, if you look real cutie, I'll play with your booty. Yeah. Yeah. Check it. Yo, look, if you hold my nuts. All right, that's enough. That's enough. What? No, all right. no, no, huh? Come on, man. All right, no, all right, no. All right. Let's just keep it cool. You know what I'm saying? If you kiss me, then I'll kiss you back. If you kiss me, then I'll kiss you back. Hold my nose. I might go pop. See me, Coco, might go pop. 
Coco and I'm Michael Pop. See me Coco, Michael Pop. Yeah, we're Coco and we might go pop. See me Coco, Michael 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 Pop. Me Coco and I might go pop. See me Coco, Michael Pop. See me Coco, Michael Pop. Make sure to take Queer Minded with you wherever you go. Subscribe to our feed at RadioQueerMinded.com slash QSOM. Or find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and other popular podcast networks. Just search for Radio Queer Minded. Now, let's get back in a queer state of mind. Hi, girl. Ooh, Ooh you know, I love... Would y'all think of those me, that music? Did it bring you back to 1991? No, it brought <sighs> me back to my time because you know, I had none but older brothers and... Exactly. We used to like record like rap to like. We used to, oh my god! Wait, you, used to, you used to rap? Yeah. Oh my god! Rap for us? No, I'm not doing that. No, no, no. Do, do, do you used to do like the like the little machine where you record yourself like a karaoke? What machine? used to happen was my brother we had that karaoke machine. We mm. used to have a tape player that you know you get to record oh, when yes. you record yes. back too. to the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, yes. yeah. So what happened is my brother Momolo, who's six years old, and he would do a big bo- beatbox. And I will rap because we're both obsessed. That is such a boy like, thing we're, we're, to do. I love it. We're like Kumo D and African Bombada and all of that. He's doing it for you right now. Yes, sir. I'm not doing that. Okay. I'm not rapping. I'll rap. I'll rap. I'll rap. Maybe. Mother is unbothered today. I love it, though. You going to start rapping now? Yeah. Why not? I mean, if 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 uh, Old Town Road bitch can do it, Mike, Lil Nas. Well, that's what she wants to do. No, you didn't hear what I said. You're going to start rapping now. Yes, right now. Come on. <laughs> Double entendre right there. <gasps> oh! <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all day. Oh, Thank my you. God. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Well, there you go. There you go. I'm not rapping. All right. But, um, but, uh, so, uh, so I know we had a, we had a, we had a thought. Um, yesterday, in one of our many, many thoughts that came up yesterday, we, were, <laughs> we had a lot of thoughts yeah. yesterday, girl. We were through so much going on, but yeah, we were thinking about maybe doing a show together since we both have older brothers who are six years older. Yes, doing mm-hmm. a celebratory show, maybe. Yeah. Er, very show early thoughts. What very kind of show er- singing, a little cabaret show. Just talk about. Can Micah sing? Yes, I can sing. <sighs> She's so messy. Why would she ask that question on the air? I know, right? <laughs> First of so, all. Actually, I did. You know, the messier, you're messy. Part, of, the messier messy. part about it is that I've already asked her that. And she yeah. responded. I asked you. <laughs> That's what makes it messy. Being messy. You're messy. messy. Yes. For the record, I can Micah sing. can carry a tune. Yes. I can carry a tune. I, yeah. I, no, I, I am no Luther. I don't want to be a Luther. Hmm. I'm not a Michael. I am just Micah. And I'm cool with that. I can entertain. Girl, no, you're I not can, Michael. I can and entertain. And you're not Luther. I can, I can entertain. But you can entertain. I just, I just, I'm here for you. Like, I, like I, you know, I, I'm you, staying out of this. Honey. You got, you bought, you know, you bought the tickets. I'll entertain right. you. That's what, <laughs> right. That's, exactly. That's what. That's what I do. No, right. I would go to that show. I would I mean, go to that show. You don't have to. Show. Show. Besides the fact that I have to, because I'm your sister, I would actually go to your show. Okay. Show. Like if I was just an, like an acquaintance, I would still okay. go. Oh well, thank you. Yeah. Well, but yeah, we're, well, I mean, you know, I'm 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 the type of person where like I need you know have dates and shit thrown out there to make force me to actually do things. So I'm putting mm-hmm. the universe. We're going to do a show. We'll do it. Mm-hmm. We will. I don't know when the date will be, but we will do it. Sometime yeah. in 2020. Are you a diva? 
Oh no. no! I think it should be a springtime. Mm. I think it should be a springtime show. Yeah, you know, pre Pride. Yes. Yes. Do you have a trailer? So April or May? I, I mean, I don't live in he's one. He's not a diva. No, <laughs> no. he's not a diva. Celebrities have trailers. I can't deal with yet. diva them because, like, I but like when it comes to like stage and stuff, like I pretty yeah, much like to be control of everything around it. Right. Mm. Yeah. No. Hands on. Yes, just to make sure yeah. everything is. But I want somebody to be satisfied when I do a show with right. people. I want them to be to do the best they can mm-hmm. and be like happy right. and be. Fun. I don't like to work with people who are gonna make my like. I just need no. a continental breakfast in the morning. <laughs> I need a uh, my wardrobe steamed, um, and then I can perform. Oh, okay. Well, oh damn! Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Now she can perform. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, so. we have a little game. Would you rather that you know? I like playing. So I have a few things for you. Okay. I, hope you I hope you like it. Um, would you, since you know it's hot as hell outside, <laughs> would you rather be sweltering hot or freezing your ass off? Sweltering hot, sweltering hot for me too. Uh, like without a coat or anything? <laughs> like, well, okay, you, 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 you can have a coat, but you're still yeah, like yeah. cold. I, I'll probably take the oh, fuck. I'll take the heat. Yeah. How about you, Jimmy? <laughs> sweltering hot. Yeah. Okay. Cold that's makes the, me angry. That's the, that's black folks for you. We're the, all the, like, we want heat. No, no, the heat. <laughs> the heat makes me angry, but I just I can't. We the see? winters. <laughs> <laughs> right. Should be walking up in here with my attitude. I do. Right. Like, it, it, bring it down, bitch. Right. I do. I really, really do. Um, but I don't know. Like, it's something about like the these winters are just too long and too brutal. And mm-hmm. it, it makes I rather be angry than depressed. Don't nobody shape me. I just don't like my tips to be cold, like my fingertips. Oh yeah, no, me neither. I don't like that either. No, no. I mean, also like having all those layers, because then you also, yeah. like, I feel like also when you're cold, like you're, you're still sweating. Like, you're still sweating, yes. and it's almost, yeah. I would argue, it's almost worse because you're wearing these sweaters and shit, yeah. and you're just like, yeah. what the hell? The cold is fun as long as you have, if you, as long as you're comfortably cozy mm. under the blankets. But once your your skin has to be exposed, you got to trans, tr- you know, travel from it's like to transgender. One side of town. What? <laughs> <laughs> you got to transition from one side of town gotcha. to the other side mm-hmm. of town and be exposed and. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. people like people like to have fucking birthdays in the goddamn winter time. You gotta travel. Shit. It's like ten no, o'clock. You know, like excuse you, and there's coat check. No man, oh. I'm gonna say my ass. And like my subway stations above ground. Hell no. Sometimes the subway stations underground can be brutal. Oh my god, the draft that comes yeah. in both mm-hmm. in hot weather and cold weather. Yeah, yes. oh girl. The worst. Ugh. That high piece of uh, air behind the girl's face. <laughs> 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 like, I'm standing in the darkness stairway. Uh, She's She's it's late. painful. It. <laughs> With a mix That's of a- uh, diaper in it. It's like, <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like New York City has that diaper smell. <laughs> it's like diaper yeah. and um, puke mm-hmm. mixed together. No, it's so not true. Bad, it's bad. nasty. <laughs> um, mm. All right. Next like one. Union Square. Ugh. All right. Next, next, <laughs> next one. Uh, mint condition or new edition? Mint condition. Oh, n- new edition. Ooh, oh my god. Okay. Mint condition or new edition? I like I like I like mint condition's name more. But well, also I like name. I like pretty brown eyes. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna say new edition because my brother and I used to wear out mm. um, the album '87 when it did mm. like all the old standards with like Blue Moon and all yeah. of that. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to wear that out. And this is only because I grew up buying a bunch of boys, so right. new edition. Yeah, new edition was cute. And also, edition was, I mean, new edition also spawned Bill Bibb DeVoe and yes. Johnny Gill and Ralph Chan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you say Bobby Brown? Yeah. Oh, Bobby Brown. Ralph Chan. Just like, oh, I cannot. Wait, wait, who's right. the one? He love you the right way I touch. That's Johnny Gill. Shit, one person. Sorry. He could actually sing. Sensitivity. Oh. <laughs> a man like 
<laughs> Jimmy looks so uninterested. All right, next topic. Lil Kim or Foxy Brown? Lil Kim. Lil Kim. And I just, Lil I brought this. I brought this story. Before. You know what the story? Yeah, of course I did. Little Kim versus Fox, Foxy Brown. It's currently live. Foxy Brown. Because Little Kim just had a birthday. Ooh. Of course, because he's ratchet. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Little Kim. <laughs> we actually played Little Kim. Was it last we did week? Last week. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. her birthday, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was her yeah. birthday like earlier than last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Only because Little Kim to me was very much um, was part of my. Um, how many licks does it was part of yes. my my 1997 uh-huh. game. Yeah, go ahead and drink. Yep. Mm. Every time I said 97 to drink. Was part of like you know. I mean, the big she thing was for me. part of that. I mean, like, I mean, she was part of my upbringing. I mean, she was well, very gay. It, she was, you know, Lil Kim's one of the only one of the few gay artists, mm-hmm. not gay artists, one of the few women mm-hmm. who became so popular among the gays yes. for being fabulous yes. with our pandering to the gays. Um, show right, you know, just, with Millie Jackson I, back in the day. I like, wow. I like Foxy, Foxy got Edge. I like yeah. Foxy Brown, yeah, because she's got some edge and because she, you know, she's an underdog. And yeah, she's, she's an underdog, and she's you know she represents a certain segment of uh, society that doesn't get that much play. You, you know, right. little so Kim, I'm she always, had. I'm always for that. Yeah, little Kim always had a good piece of wig. Well, and she had good the backing as... of Biggie, right? The whole mm. was it her whole career? Yeah, Biggie, she had Puffy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but she, she was, was also really good on her own. She was good on her own, but yeah. Lil Kim was very much the. She was. I mean, the only thing that happened to Lil' Kim was the fact that she just stopped making music. Mm-hmm. What do you think was... about all of her transformations? Oh, she also had like some well, legal like, issues too. Yeah. too much. So I'm, I mean, like her career only like stalled when mm-hmm. it stalled because she yeah. just kind of she became a pop culture figure. Yeah, she became a pop culture musician. Yeah, no, no. She, but but that was great because you wanted to see Lil' Kim. It was her and Missy at the time, and they yeah. were both popular. But Missy was yes. more pop. Yeah. Missy was more of the pop rock. No, pop I feel rap. like I feel like I feel like Missy is like you know like she's very much so hip hop, but pop like you said. So Little Kim was also um, pop, but you know like Lil she was, was, she was also rapping about sucking popular. dick. You know, so she was I mean, pop. She was pop. Lil Kim would cross over because she was very. Mm-hmm. She was cartoonish. Yeah, she right. was cartoonish. Right. But yeah. she was I mean, I'm not, cartoonish, I'm... but with a hint of glamour. And plus, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the thing was this: no woman before Lil Kim had actually. Mm-hmm. Done an explicit, no female rapper had done an exactly. explicit femininity, right. right? And like sex, everybody wanted to be hard, like the mm-hmm. men. Right, 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 right. I mean, they I rap love, like they're like, hard, exactly. you know? We're hard. Lil it was Kim Lil Kim actually, and Foxy Brown who were the first. Lil to do Kim it, was so. just really like, look, I'm a woman. I like, I want to put my titties. I have. A have y'all mm-hmm. have y'all heard of Megan The Stallion? Yes, I like her. She's up and coming, similar style. Yeah. Megan The Stallion. Megan, so we with two E's on the. Just so like a little, uh, a little bit of a tangent, really quickly, if you don't mind. Sure, tangent me. <laughs> Jermaine, uh, Jermaine Dupree, we didn't get a chance to talk about him last week, you know, because like, oh. he was saying like all the female rappers are like they're always talking about like they're all strippers basically, and it's just like how I'm not sure if y'all saw like I heard saw about it. This. I, Cardi, I, Cardi know, I, I know what he means by that. They are all strippers in the sense that a lot of the female rappers coming out, uh, out now are people who are strippers. Mm. But this is the thing that's interesting because I got this from a source, which I'm not going to say, um, that all the music, this is how you know you have a hit in the hip-hop world, is if your song pops in the strip club. Mm-hmm. That's how Trap became exactly. famous. Yeah. So, of course, it makes sense that yeah. if your song is popular as a hip-hop song, mm-hmm. and it will get in the charts because trap music was just strip music. Right. It's what right. But the thing about it is, it's just like a lot of the male rappers are rapping about the same damn right. thing. That's the thing, too. And, and, also so, the, and like yeah. a, lot of, a lot of male rappers have the exact same fucking background. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. there was a point in time when all of them right. were like, you were selling drugs at one point, and somehow yeah. you made it. Like, yeah. it's right. like, you no one's calling y'all out that. you were selling drugs or you weren't. You were... Right, you're pretending to, right? Like Rick Ross created this whole image 
that wasn't really you, you know. So mm-hmm. but there's that. So it's like, yeah. Honestly, I, Drink kind of changed the game in the sense of like, you know, he was well, just like, you know, well, I'm emo, I, honestly, I'm mixed, and I, I'm, I was on Degrassi. And I was, I was honestly, wheelchair Jimmy. Right. I was wheelchair <laughs> Jimmy, literally. And honestly, the strippers is he, is he mixed? I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. He yeah, he's, he's, he's half yeah. Jewish. You have yeah. to wish. Uh, honestly, the strippers rapping yeah. about right. their life from stripping—that's actually a ground roots because yeah. hip hop was based on the ground roots. Like yeah. N.W.A. was rapping about living in the hood. You know, when you rapped about your pain right. instead of just having a good time, it was right. different. So like you're not they're actually rider. being very pure. <laughs> right? They're like, I have to fucking strip and, and sh- even check it, my titties. It, too, it, you it know? can simply be pure in the sense of like you have a right to talk about your sexuality, no different from like exactly. Men. Like, like how and how dare you as a male tell mm. women what to talk about? Right. So right. you know. Yeah. Ugh. Apparently, there's some other. Like, I think he would have. He would have. Yeah. He would have oh, I mean, fared yeah. better had he criticized them. Musically, and mm-hmm. not criticize the person. He would have yeah. fared better if he would have shut the fuck up. No, he I should. Mean, he should no, he should criticize the music. Well, what was his last hit, though? You know, so no, he's a producer girl. I'm sure. I mean, like, well, what was his last producer hit? Okay, I'm. Just, it's I'm just, just like, but what I'm saying know. is, like, if you're gonna criticize anyone, like, you know, like, don't do it on the basis of gender. That's what oh, I'm saying. Like, criticize their music. No, but I'm just like criticize everyone's music. If that, if that's the case. Right, like, right, right. this is what the game is like right now. So, this right. is problematic. If you would have did that, it's fine. Right, but whatever. Yeah. Um, next one, um, Ginger from Gilligan's Island or Ginger Rogers? Oh, Ginger, Ginger Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, because she's squirrels, honey. Yes, God, honey. <laughs> um, so in LA, there's actually a beach called, like, it was called um, Will Rogers Beach, but all the gays call it Ginger Rogers. Mm-hmm. It is cute. What about as told by Ginger? <laughs> as told by Ginger. I love Ginger Rogers. <laughs> or Ginger, Ginger Minge. I love a good Ginger. Yeah. Or Ginger's the bar over in Brooklyn. Also oh, cute. Yes. I like a good Ginger. You know, I, I would like to meet a Ginger. Like, not a person, but like, I mean, the person's name, Ginger. That's not, that's not a name you don't hear it's like, it's like It's like Eliza. She's like, she's, like, I, I, she's like, I met plenty of fire crotches in my day, bitch. But I want to meet a female <laughs> named Ginger. My name is Ginger. Like, my name is Cupcake. You know, just you know, just a good old name. No one gives us name Princess. <laughs> I know, right? That's an old lady named girl. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's like when you meet Ginger's a, actually a when cute you meet name, a, I think it's it cute. Yeah. But it's, it's an old lady name, right? You don't, like when you meet like an Esther, you're like, hi, it's your daughter, 81. Right. right. <laughs> or like an Ethel. Ethel. Oh, Ethel. Ethel Myrtle. Uh, oh, Myrtle. Esther, yeah. Yeah, those are oh, some one old. Of my, one Myrtle. of my dear co-workers' name is Shirley. And she's... I oh. love a good Shirley. <laughs> what, no, S-H? S-H? S-H. Okay. Yes, good old Shirley. <laughs> and she's very young. Oh. You're like, girl. <laughs> You're an old lady. She is lovely. And she did say that someone once said, they said, oh, you know, my she grandma, her auntie. That's my grandmother's name. Yep. You know, so it annoys yeah, you're, her. Yeah. <laughs> Your name is Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> What's the what's the equivalent to the, the male side? Oh, um, oh, um, Leroy Upton. Upton, yes. <laughs> but I think Leroy's up there. But also, Leroy Leroy's is old, up there. Leroy's yeah. an old uncle black Leroy. Name. Yeah, Uncle Leroy. Because Leroy uh. is A from the hood of the shifty uncle. What about yeah. Tyrone? How many Tyrones do y'all know? Tyrone actually has... I don't it's know like any a, young Tyrone. Tyrone yeah. is it's like, like... It's like a... It's, it's like a... 40 it's to 50, 50 now. Yeah, yeah. It's like... It's more Gen X. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. But like, I think Leroy is like definitely like... Oh, that's your... Baby uh, he was an old uncle. He was yeah. an old uncle. Uncle Leroy. Because he used to call a friend of mine, Auntie Myrtle. 
I used to call my friend Auntie Myrtle, Ooh. and she would call me Uncle Leroy. Mm-mm. Or like, I think one of those names, like, I, I can't remember exactly. It's like Luther. That's Luther. Luther. Yeah, Luther. Luther. What? Yes. Overton. Is that just? Overton. Overton. Yeah. That sounds quite distinguished. Yeah, Overton yeah. is a, it's a, it's yeah. a very Or I think much. anything that has like the last. Or Barrington. Even oh, Barrington. Barrington. Like, whenever you put that ing in Tim <laughs> on top of it. Like, <laughs> like, or like I, think, I think of mansions when I hear those names. Or, I think of mansions uh, and big estates. Barrington. Or like or like Warren. Sounds like a jazz musician back Right, 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 right. Or like Sounds Warren. like a sugar daddy, right? Ooh, or I think anything that's a title, right? Like Duke, Duke. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. Duke I was thinking Elliot. I'm gonna start with Elliot. Right. Elliot. Elliot. Old name. Is What's that your it? middle name? My middle name? Yeah. yeah, I'm Lee. I'm Jimmy Lee. Oh, you are country heavy. <laughs> <Jimmy Lee. laughs> oh, you are a really? nigga. Yeah, oh, that's country. Jimmy Lee. Jimmy Lee. Jimmy Lee. That when black people, that, uh, with southern people, with that Lee. After that first Is name. Is it yours? Oh, no, no, like no, no it's Deron Dominique. She's triple. That's right, because you have a woman's name. That's right. Yeah, triple D. Oh, you're a triple D. She's yeah, triple D. D. All right, titties. <laughs> and then Rashad. Okay. Rashad. Good old Micah Rashad. That's Ooh, a good one. I'm, ha- like I'm half Hebrew, half Arabic. And yes, Danny. Yes, Micah and Rashad Nederson, bitch. Yes. And Danny. Yes, Danny. Not Daniel. Danny. <laughs> I love Danny. calling her Sadie. I like Danny. 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 That's everything, Danny. Um, I used to use that when I worked at Barnes and Noble. People could pronounce my name. Say, I just say Danny. <laughs> so just, I, I would go by Ron. But now, mm-hmm. my old, I make people pronounce my name correctly. And if I feel real shifty, mm-hmm. I make them do Ooh. it like the the real way. Side you do. Mm-hmm. I like side do. Side do. Side do. Yeah. Side. yeah I, I might put the uh, the keke before it again. The keke? What are you gonna do? Say it. Do you know my name? That's no, it's not you. But like, wait, wait. What's a keke? What's a keke? Oh, you wanna know what my phone name really is? Yeah, give us, give the phone. Maybe have a minute, girl. Let's give me your full name. It's keke Saidu Karmun. Yes. All right. Assalamualaikum, bitch. Keke. K e k e. Yeah, we spell it. Keke. Keke Saidu. Keke Saidu. Keke Saidu. Would you want to go get some fufu? Yes, bitch. Click. We don't click in my language. Yeah. <laughs> they speak English, bitch. <laughs> that's that. Liberia. They I not, first of all, I did not click. I popped and it had nothing to do with you. Oh, okay. okay. I don't click. Okay. Oh, I am not. I am not. I am not. Right. I popped. I am not Dorothy. I do not click my heels. <laughs> yeah, but my father's last name was Carter Moon. But uh, when the Christian woman uh, adopted him, she said his name was too Muslim, so she caught up the O and N, so it became Carmo. Ooh, that's some that's some circumcising the last name. That's some so, shit. Yeah, so it's Kekasaidu cool. Karamoon is actually the name would be. Well, Kekasaidu Danny Karamoon. Mm. But just say do Karma. Yeah. Mm. Well, everyone, this has been a great episode. Yeah. I can't believe the time's already ended. Uh, I'm so happy to have y'all here. Uh, Jimmy, tell people one more time where they can find you and get their medication and get some help with their STDs. Well, if you want to find me, you can find me at the mid. Midtown Manhattan AHF Healthcare Center. Uh, email address is jimmy.ramsey at 